Hey girls, today I have a fun special guest for you. Her name is Stacy Tushel and she runs the Foot Traffic Podcast. And Stacy is just so much fun. She really talks to us a lot about some advanced marketing strategies. Um, she goes a little bit into challenges, five-day challenges, scaling and running multi-million dollar businesses. And I think it's always super fun for you guys to take a step into what's possible without distraction of where you're at right now, but just so that you can have that perspective and that long-term vision that there are different methods for different people to reach and attain their goals and to create impact in whatever it is that they are doing. And so I think it's fun that Stacy came on and she shared with us how she has really grown and scaled multiple businesses, a, a really large thriving podcast. You know, she has had all of the success, but at the same time hasn't sacrificed her family and her marriage to do it. So I just want you to take a walk down possibility lane with me today. Take a listen to all of the cool things that Stacy has done and the fun ways that she markets and um, see if this could be a fun future advanced marketing strategy for you. I know you're going to absolutely love today's interview. Now, before we get into all of that good goodness, I want to remind you to come and join my free Facebook community. Okay, this is a community that is not full of spam. It is not full of people selling stuff. It is a true sisterhood of Christian female entrepreneur mamas just like you who are working together, being inspired, helping each other grow, lifting each other up. There is prayer in there, y'all. There are days where you can promote all of your stuff, but more from a community aspect of sharing with each other and helping each other grow. We have uh, Ambassador of the Week where you can sign up to, if you're a Stephanie Gass student, to market your podcast, your visibility. You get to go live in there and teach on something. You get a free 15-minute training with me. So all of the fun things, promise you, if you're not there, you're missing out, are happening over in the Stephanie Gass Facebook group. You can get there by going to bit.ly slash success support group or just go to Facebook and type in to the groups, Stephanie Gass or Christian Female Entrepreneur, and you will find my free Facebook group for you guys. Just so much fun and transformation and growth is happening in there. And like I mentioned, if you are a Stephanie Gass student, if you have taken Clarify Your Calling, Podcast Pro University, or Podcast to Profit, you have access to becoming Ambassador of the Week. Just let us know if you're interested in that. You can email us or just sign up for it over in the group and we will get you all squared away. All right, let's do the thing. Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gas Show where you can get clarity on your calling, use your gifts for glory, and create a kingdom business. I believe that when we come together as daughters of the King, we will create true change here on earth. And we're raising up little world changers, mamas. Yes, and amen to that anointing over our lives. I believe we can also do this while having a ton of fun. You're here for PJs all day, lukewarm coffee, building passive income businesses, and using your voice for impact by podcasting and spreading your message into the world. You are in the right place. It's time to let God light our path so we can experience true miracles. 
Let's get pumped up for today's show. Hi, Stacy. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Yay. So start us off with just a little bio of Stacy. Yeah. Tell us who you are and how you got to be how amazing <laughs> all the things that you do. Thank you. So, um, I actually started my entrepreneurial journey right out of high school. The summer I graduated, um, I decided I wanted to continue my love of dance. I decided to put out some flyers in the local community and offer a middle school competitive dance team. It's 17 kids that summer come to my parents' backyard. And, uh, within three years, we had a hundred kids coming to my parents' backyard every Sunday where I would teach all day long outside. And um, as I was about to graduate from school, my family, thankfully, uh, were entrepreneurs themselves and said, I feel like this could maybe be a business. Like maybe you could actually like have a studio and, and sell. So three years in, I decided, okay, I'm gonna incorporate actually charge for dance lessons, get our own space. And, um, today this is actually the summer story is 19 years ago, which is crazy. Wow. Um, I now have two performing arts academies in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We have about a thousand students, music and dance, about 50 to 60 employees, uh, grossing over a million dollars a year selling dance and music classes. And, um, probably like six ish years ago, people started to say, can you teach me how you've grown so fast? What are you doing? How are you, how are you not in the building yet have this like massive um, company? So I just naturally started teaching other small business owners what I was doing, how I was systematizing, how I was able to have a life and be with my family and not be, you know, cause this business is a second shift and weekend business. Yes. So it can be a very, um, just like sad you know, lifestyle of you're missing family dinners. You're not hanging out with the family on the weekend. So I really had to start to get good at productivity and delegation and all of that. Um, so now I have a company called foot traffic as well as the performing arts academies. Um, and we help small business owners get more customers through the door. And, um, that's basically what I do. So it's kind of crazy. How fun. So let's, I want to get into like all the cool strategies you use to scale businesses in a minute, but I want to start with you were growing this massive, you know, dance come too, and yeah. doing all these other things. How have you maintained that quote unquote, like balance or, or at least like yeah. semblance of balance with your family? Cause I know people talk about it like, oh, you just set up like some little routines and just time block, but like yeah. realistically you're building an empire. So yes. what are those strategies? Yeah. So first I think I always have to share this with people because I attract uh, multi-passionate multiple business people. <laughs> and I always want to tell people I didn't start the second, first of all, I didn't start the second location until the one business was 10 years old. Mm. Then the second business, I was already 15 years into business. So what I want people to see is I already had a well-oiled machine. I already had dozens and dozens of employees. I was not in the business. I worked on it. Mm. So I don't want to give permission of like, yeah, start your third business. If it's not profitable, if you are already overworked and underpaid, multiplying businesses will not help you. So I always tell people, you know, zero dollars times yeah. any number of locations or any number of businesses always gets you zero. And I think yeah. we think, I'm not happy with this business. So let me get another one going. And I bet that will make me happy. And I I'm telling you, you want to add more businesses because you're loving what you're doing and you want fuel to the fire, not you want to magically transform your unhappiness. 
So that's the biggest thing I want to share. I love Um, that one. Profitable and playing the long game with business number one. Yeah. Don't look up till that one's where you want it. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think too, it's like, we always think I'm not happy with this. I must need something else. Yes. And the looking outside never really brings you happiness. You have to be content and happy with what you have in order to really start to multiply and add on what you want to do. So I think that was big. Um, It's a process. So I've been doing this now for 19 years. The first three years I was a solopreneur, but I started to say, how can I bring somebody in the classroom? How can I start to bring multiple people? How can I start to not teach five nights a week and on Saturday, Sunday, how do I maybe teach three nights a week? And then like a year went by and it was like, okay, well, what if I just taught my favorite classes on Mondays and everybody else I outsourced to? So over the years, I started to pull back Mm -hmm. certain responsibilities and bring people in. So when people come to me, they're like, how do I get out of my business? Like Mm -hmm. you are, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, do you have a decade? Because that's how long it's going to take you to really get this thing well-oiled where when you leave it, it's still running and growing and profitable. And people are handling things at the front desk or customer service. Like you would handle it. And that's, that's a long-term strategy. It is so, such a long-term strategy. And I think yeah. what I loved a couple things that you said there was you outsource probably before you were ready. That's one thing I'm constantly saying. 100%. Like, how do yeah. we just get help and be super resourceful? There's a solution yeah. to every problem. And the second thing you said that I loved so much was I stayed in the pieces that lit me up. I stayed in the dance yeah. classes that I loved. And so maybe a few, for some of you listening and Stacey can add to this. I always tell them, start a list of things you do every week and then highlight mm-hmm. the ones you hate and then put those in a little bucket over here and ask yourself, yeah. how do I get someone else to do those recurring things I don't like to do? 100%. And there is part, like, this is where people get, they're like, oh, cool. I don't have to do that. Yes. But you do have to set the right, get the right person in there, train the right person, invest in that person before you get to up and leave them. So sometimes people think that the answer is I hate doing this thing. I'm going to hire somebody and she's going to come in next week and she's just going to take it off my plate and I'm never going to have to do it again. And know that this is, this is me pouring in to the people that I hire. So right now we have a new marketing manager. I am working with her every single day, Monday through Friday, Uh, for 45 minutes to an hour privately. And we will do that for at least 90 days. And then at the 90 day mark, maybe we'll only talk three times a week, right? But there is still so much time and energy that I have, like what I put into her is what I'm going to get out of her. And so many times we just think like hiring is this magic bullet that just like gets things off your plate. And these people are phenomenal. No, they're, they're great, but you also need to give them the resources that they need to thrive in your organization. That's really good. And I know a lot of my, my girls are listening on the other side going, oh my goodness, that feels so overwhelming. I could never hire a person. I'm a solopreneur. I want to do all the things. No, you guys don't. You don't want to do all the things. So Stacey, what, what do you say to the person who's like, I just want to hire my first contractor or my first person. What would they look for? And like, what are some tips that you've found for finding someone that's going to grow with you in the long, for the long game? Totally. So before I answer that, I do want to say to that person, if you're comfortable being a solopreneur, there are so many risks or um, like it makes you fragile of like, if you were to get sick, if your son, your daughter needs time and attention, your parents, if you have to pull yourself out of business temporarily 
would it grow without you? Would it be here six weeks later? Right. What would that look like? I know that if something were to happen to me or my family for six months, like let's say I find out tomorrow, I need six months and I'm out of here because something really serious has happened. I know that my team can thrive in the next six months. So you want to be careful that you're not thinking, oh, it's easier to be a solopreneur. Not when something happens, not when, you know, something unexpected comes your way. So, so that's what I want you to hear now hiring a contractor or your next, your first person, I would say go the contractor right route over employees. So I do have contractors, but I really have a majority employees. I'm talking like 50 in the one business and maybe like 15 in the other mm-hmm. and, a, and a handful of contractors. But I will say as somebody getting started, it's a lot less, um, it's just easier to start with a contractor, right? And you maybe don't know how to hire, train and maximize. You may need that expert or that specialist that comes to you and says, no, I am phenomenal at writing email copy. I specialize in building funnels, right? Right. So then you don't have to train them on how to build a funnel. They're teaching you. So I think in the beginning, it's just a lot less risky. It's project-based. You're not committing to them forever. Like we're making an offer um, this week. It's for like a $55,000 annual salary. Right. That's a scary commitment. I'm promising that I've got this job offer and I'm going to be able to pay you hopefully forever. Right. 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 With a contractor, you could say 30 days project basis. I need five blog posts and you're done. Exactly. Exactly. And contractors can grow with you too. Right. If they're like, Oh, I loved that. I loved this person. They did amazing on my blog post. Like, great. Want to do that every month. We have had actually quite a few contractors that used to work for other people. I was just like one of many that have quit their business and said, I am all in with foot traffic. I want to come and work for you. So yeah, people quitting their businesses to become employees um, that are are just, I see the vision. Now I will say that if you're like, oh, I like that idea. Those people didn't necessarily see the vision a year ago or two years ago, but as they start to work with the company, they go, wow, there's a place for me here. So I think your, your best bet is probably finding somebody that can wear multiple hats. Mm-hmm. That is just like, you know, a jack of all trades that, cause in the beginning you need everybody, you need a graphic designer, you need a funnel uh-huh. builder, you need a copywriter. So if you can find somebody that maybe isn't a specialist in all of those, but is pretty good at all of those and can just do whatever you need them to do. That's probably the easiest route to go in the beginning. Oh, I love all of that advice so much. So let's take a little pivot and go into some of the cool strategies that you do teach these small businesses and multi-passion entrepreneurs about scaling. You know, from our interview, we just did that my whole strategy is long game, organic marketing, podcasting. So I would love to hear, I know you have play that game too. What other games do you play? Yes. So yes, I'm a huge fan of uh, podcasting. I'm all in with what Stephanie is saying. Um, my One of my biggest strategies right now is we do um, small uh, offer paid boot camps. Okay. So um, we were doing them at $17 a boot camp. Now we just raised it to 27. Okay. And I call this like the bite-sized bundle. So with, with me... I'm looking for the person that's a little bit more qualified than just the freebie person, right? The person that's just like, I believe the freebies that the lead magnets are just getting a little less effective. They still work. I'm not sure. saying they're, they're gone, but the point is people will grab that free offer and then unsubscribe two minutes later. And what I'm looking for is the person that is, is a little bit more qualified that says, I like this and I like it so much. I'm going to pull out my credit card 
to show you how much I like it. Right. And with $27, it's still such a small offer, but it's an, it's just another level of commitment versus just giving an email. So we do these monthly and, um, when it's a paid offer like this, uh, and the reason I call it a bundle is because there's some upsells that go with it. Sure. So our average cart value right now is about 50 to $60 a person. So if, if you're thinking, well, I need new visibility, but I don't want to spend money on paid traffic. Well, when you go the paid route, I'm funding my paid traffic. So I start to become an unfair advantage with my competitor who's doing the free boot camp who is literally having to put out maybe $10,000 and, and hope and cross her fingers that she sells something at the end of that boot camp. With me, as I'm selling the boot camp on day one, I'm recouping my money. So when I go to sell, even if I have a not great launch, I'm not out my Facebook and Instagram ad spend. So with us, um, we do these for five days. I do them okay. once a month and I started doing them every 90 days. So this is a manpower something you have to think about, sure. right? Okay. So again, on foot traffic right now, I think there is 15 of us full-time. Okay. And so think about that. If you're right. working full-time in your business and I get to multiply that times 15, we cannot compete with one another. Like it's exactly. just, it's, it's an unfair advantage. It'd be like trying to win a basketball game and you're the only person on your team and they have five, like exactly. good luck. It's right. not happening. Right. Right. So with this strategy, um, in the beginning, we didn't have 15 people. So for me, once every 90 days was all my team could handle. And as the team started to grow and we started to systematize, I was able to say, let's do this every eight weeks. Yeah. And then let's do this every six weeks. And yeah. now we're at every four weeks. And honestly, I could do it even more often because I just show up for the five hours, one hour a day. Training. And that's it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm out. It's the exact same training. Right. right. I'm not creating something new every month. Because 90% of the people that come into the boot camp are cold. Yes. So they have just met me through an ad. Mm. And um, five days later, they're spending money on, on our program. So the 10% of the people that are not cold are actually uh, past boot campers. Okay. So what we're seeing is they rinse and repeat because there's so much value in this boot camp. They're like, I didn't even catch half of the stuff. I want to go back. So we're noticing like a boot camper might come in two times or three times or four times and then eventually buy. Like you, right. I think you had said this on our podcast interview. It sometimes it takes some time to get yes. them to warm up. So what's amazing is we're, we're converting a great percentage of those cold and our boot camps are converting at about 10%, okay. which is a lot higher than your typical free offer. Two to 5% is great. Ours are 10% and crushing it because it's a higher qualified person busting up ah. their credit card. Does that make yeah, sense? That's really, yeah, that is. That's really interesting. I would love to do a visual example of this. So yeah. let's take, I'm going to take one of my students. Let me pull someone in my brain here. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Let's say that we have someone, they have a podcast and, um, it's all about meal prepping for busy moms, yep. So that meal prep for busy moms. And they have the meal prep and macro one-on-one course and it's $200. So it's like, they have a small already course yep. and they're organically selling it on the podcast. At what stage in the game would they use a challenge strategy assuming they don't have the money to run ad spend to yep. fill this challenge? Is it still lucrative for them? Should they still do it? And should they still charge for it versus it being free? Let's say that their show is at 10,000 downloads and they are just at this like beginning stages yeah. of entrepreneurship. How does this fit in? Okay. Love this question. So first 
you can sell this on the podcast. So my um, like ad, like the intro we do at the, at the top, we use like Libsyn Pro where yeah. you can put, a, put something in front of it. So mine will say like, hey, join us in our next live boot camp coming. And I actually don't say a date because we do them so often that I'm just like always introing it. Okay. So okay. I literally say like, we've got a live boot camp coming up. Make sure to join us in our drive more traffic boot camp. Yeah. And then here's the link. And then we use a special link where we can see who is coming from the podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you could do this completely organic without spending a dollar on Facebook ads. Now, the reason you'll want to spend money on Facebook ads is because they're paying for it. Right. So like we had somebody who spent a thousand dollars, but she recouped $950 right. of the thousand because people were buying the stuff. And regardless, you're, you're built your list. So even if you're yeah. like, well, I didn't make any profit, but I spent a thousand, made a thousand. You've built your list probably pretty substantially. Well, that was just at the top of the boot camp. She oh, still okay, sold okay. on day four and oh, made like okay. $30,000. Nice. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. So you're recouping the money that you're putting out into Facebook and it comes, it comes back that same day. So right. a lot of times if you were to run money to a webinar, you're yeah. waiting for two weeks, hoping you actually make your money back. This is an immediate strategy of like, right. no, we spent this much today, but we made this much today. So it's okay. less risky. So I would say to you, test it with your organic people. See, are they buying? Right. How much is the average cart value? What are they spending their money on? And then say, okay, this is getting to be exciting and less risky. Now it's time to learn Facebook ads and figure out how to scale this. Yeah. And because if it's not working with organic, it's not going to work with cold. So right. you don't have to go to the Facebook ad route until you've tested it organically. Right. Okay. And then, so let's say they test it organically. They get 50 people in. Yep. And so I've always argued, so let's, this is yep. going to be fun to discuss with you. I've always argued that when their market is smaller to not mm -hmm. do full five day challenges, because they're losing so much of the mm -hmm. viewership each day. And so yeah. I've actually advocated for them to do like one day or two days. Cause even for myself by day three, I'm down 50% from who was yeah. there day one. And I'm actually selling day one. When I do a workshop, curious yeah. your thoughts on that. Yes. Part. Which there's, there's more than one right way to do something. So I yeah. love the discussion. Like yeah. you've got your opinion. Everybody does it different. So a couple of things that I would share is my first paid boot camp I ever did. I only had 69 people in it. Right. So what people don't get is when you do a free challenge, I was getting thousands in my free mm. when I went to paid and only 17, I only had 69. And I was like, Oh shoot. Like in my mind, I was like, I want a hundred, right. At least a hundred. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, 69. This is like sad and embarrassing. And like, <laughs> no one's going to even come on day one. Right. Well, first of all, what happens is um, they're higher qualified. They actually will show up on day one. Like the show up rate is way higher than you've normally seen. Sure. You will not get the, the you will not get 50% drop off on day three when they pay ah, for it. Okay, okay. Yes. So we actually, um, day one, this, I just did one day one, um, day two is bigger than day one. Right. Okay. Interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That does make a lot of sense though, because your money, you know, I don't open free freebies, but if I pay 30 bucks, I'll open it. Totally. And yeah. what happens is with, with day one, maybe they didn't get to watch it live, but they caught the replay and they're like, oh, this is good. Right. Right. So now they come day two. So day two had higher engagement than day one did. And then we pretty much keep it. Now I will say there is a drop off after Thursday's pitch. Cause some people are just nosing. They want to hear the offer. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we sell Thursday and we make pretty good money Thursday. So even with just 69 people now we do have a, is a, is a $5,000 offer, but yeah. even with 69 people, it was still a hundred thousand dollar launch. You know, what's super crazy about that though. I mean, from a yeah. $17 
hi, come just hang out and be nosy to $5,000 taking cold traffic to a $5,000. Yes. Like that's pretty amazing. And so I do think, especially if you have that higher ticket offer, that five day experience could really be important because it, it really grows that trust with them. It depends on price point. If you're like, I sell something for $47. Okay. We could do that in a 30 minute Facebook live. Right. But if I'm selling higher ticket, I want to go deeper. So I just did, uh, for fun, I haven't done free in a long time, but last week I did a three part free mini series in my Facebook group, did not spend a dollar on ads. It was all free, just organic, warm people. Cause I'm getting leads every month. right? Right. So even that very simple, very easy. We we're still in open cart, but we've already sold three people in the $5,000 offer. No ad spend completely free showing up for 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Super like no emails. Like I'm talking like organic as organic can get. Cause we do so much in our launches that it's like, this had to just be a fun little activity. Sure. So I think it just depends on how hot are they? Yeah. I was going to my warmed up Facebook group that maybe already has gone through a boot camp. So when I go to sell, it's just a little bit easier to sell as well. Okay. Yeah. So there's a question too. You're bringing in these cold market people. And so I assume that that's why you guys wait till day four for the pitch. Cause you have yes. to get them to convert to warm. Cause see, for me, I'm like, well, everybody is already warmish that's coming yeah. into these workshops with me. And so they're I'm organic. selling day one Yeah, and I, it's my big, like sometimes yeah. it's the biggest day is day one. So I see where that can be a differentiator. If you guys are bringing in cold traffic, which just means they don't know you whatsoever. And they're coming in for this workshop. It's the first time they're ever meeting you. Yeah. There's no trust built quite yet. You know, like we will have somebody on day one that will say like, okay, what are you selling? Like fill me in. And we, we just won't tell them because it's like, you might not be ready to hear this kind of offer. And I want you to be so bought in by day four. Now I have toyed with, could I sell on day three? Yeah. How fast could I get it to go? Um, but we're just doing so well. It's like, you want to be careful. You don't break something that's working, yeah. you know? Cause I mean, yeah. to have a hundred thousand dollar miss on our next boot camp could be pretty massive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one thing I want to say too, is you have to get really good at seeding other days. Mm. So on Monday, I'm already telling you about a strategy on Friday that I'm like, I'm, I'm literally teasing and, and bringing things in. So when I, on Monday, when I bring up something and I tell you this cool strategy and I say, oh, and wait till Friday, because I'm actually going to share this one strategy that's making us a thousand dollars a day. Okay. Somebody, someone's like marking down, like I better be there Friday. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I'm and then like Wednesday, I'll say something like, okay, so today and tomorrow is kind of like a part one, part two. They really go hand in hand. So please don't just hear this strategy today and not finish tomorrow because it's really not going to be effective. Totally. So in your mind, you're like, oh, I have to come back to tomorrow to make this work. Well, tomorrow's the pitch. Yes. I love that. So the more you can like, it's like that soap opera, like how do you like Netflix? Oh man. There's like a couple shows where I cannot watch to the end because if I watch to the end, I'm for sure pressing play on the next one. Totally. I literally am like having to stop the video halfway through because I'm like, I can't, I just can't. I have no willpower. (laughs) That is what you have to do in your boot camps. Every day is like the soap opera. Like you better come back tomorrow because here's what's happening. See, that's super good. And that's something I could definitely do better at even myself and mine. So I'm like, okay, cool. Today was so fun. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll do yeah. the thing. It's like, okay. So that's a super good strategy for all of you that are thinking of doing this. And mm-hmm. I think it's fine to everybody permission to be like, let me dabble. Let's start with just organic traffic two days, play with it. Yeah. See how it goes. So let's go back to our, our macro mom who does her workshop. And let's say she does like yeah. the um, macro beginner boot camp, and it's $27. They come in for five days and she does it organically. They heard it on the show. So already primed and ready. 
Is this a $200 offer? We're saying still, let's say $200 offer. She has 50 people in and she does three days and it's great. And you know, she sells 10 of those things and it works. Yeah. So now she goes, okay, proof of concept is proven. How do I scale that bigger and rinse and repeat? Let's talk about that process. Yeah. And one thing I would say, one strategy I would do for a lower ticket offer. Now I don't do this, but I would, if I was doing low ticket is I would on Monday, knowing it's your highest show up date, typically I would tell them already on Thursday, I'm opening the doors to this offer and here's what it's going to be. However, anybody that joins by tomorrow at this time, I would already give them like a reason to join a bonus and a cost and set, like maybe it's $200, but on, on Thursday, you're purposely going to say it's 300. Yes. And anybody that jumps in before Tuesday, it's 197 or whatever it is. Right. Because it's, you don't need to have this like long drawn out thing, but you've got time to keep warming them up. So that's what I would say there. Okay. Um, the thing that I, I'm really big on just in my businesses in general is lessons learned. Mm. So every single time I'm in a boot camp, I'm writing down like, Oh, I should have said, Oh, when I made this comment, look what they said, or look what the chat did. Uh, Okay. I'm definitely going to bring that up. And I I have like notes every single day. Right. And every boot camp is an opportunity to get better conversions, better messaging. How do we tweak it? We just changed our second tier of like an upsell because yeah. we were like, it's just not converting as high as we wanted that second conversion. So right. like, what else would they want? Like, what could we give them? So we started beefing it up with a Trello board and like throwing in other things. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's converting better. So it's like, how do you uh, be really honest with yourself? Like you have to drop your ego of like, I can always be better. Sure. So what are we going to fix next time? And then not fixing so much stuff that you can't even tell what's working and what's not working because you're just like squashing the whole thing Uh, and starting over. That's really good. And so really doing lessons learned, tweaking maybe one or two things each time. And then what about, and this is a tricky one for me, ad spend. So these solopreneur mamas who maybe they have one helper in their business and they're not super profitable yet. And they're like, this worked. I'm going to go spend $500,000 on ads. When should that happen? They definitely should they be doing that themselves and all these questions about ad spend. Okay. So first, um, test it organically, right? You're afraid to spend money on ads because you haven't had the immediate cash back in, right? When you start selling organically and you're like, wow, I know how to sell this and it, and it is selling and it's averaging X amount of dollars. You won't feel as scared. Okay. Now I always say like Facebook ads, it's kind of like, if we were to go, I'm not a gambler, but this is the analogy that I use. If, if you were like Stephanie, like, or Stacey, like, let's go to Vegas this weekend. Let's go have some fun. And I, I would decide, okay, I'm bringing $500 And I'm well aware I may not be coming home with anything. Okay. And I would be okay with that because the expectation was I might lose it, Yes, but I'm going to have fun with it. Right. This is how you play Facebook ads in the beginning. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing yet. So what is a test for me to learn that if I lose it, I'm going to be okay. And then I will use that information to rinse and repeat for next time. Right. So I think you'll, you have this, um, this like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? like this comfort level of, okay, I I can give it this much. Right. And it might be really Mm -hmm. small, but once you give it $500 or whatever number you pick and you get the results, you're either going to say, Whoa, I missed the mark here. This did not convert well. Or you're going to be like, wow, I actually spent 500, but I recoup 300. Sometimes people even profit. So we have somebody doing this and she's making $70 a day. 
Right. So even, even somebody like her, I'm like, why aren't you spending more? You're profiting. Yeah. Like the, right. there should be no fear, but there's still is fear because they're like, but what if tomorrow it doesn't profit? Right. Like yeah, what yeah. if I lose it all? I'm like, listen, you have proven results, right? So feet like go into that. So you'll start to slowly go past your thermostat of what feels comfortable, right? Yes. So in the beginning, 500 is going to sound scary, yeah. but then at one point it's going to go up to a thousand and then you're going to get comfortable with a thousand and then you're going to go to two. And then from two, you're going to go to three. Um, like we're at a point where we're spending, this is going to sound so scary, right. but I want people to see we're spending about $5,000 a day when right. we run our boot camp. Right. That like, even a part of me is still a little like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I said that out loud. Uh -huh. um, but I know at some point it's going to be like 10,000 a day, right? It's, it's still like real money. It's still scary, but it's not as scary knowing I can show you the last six boot camps we've done and the conversions we get and the results we get and how it has always profited us, you know, X amount of dollars. So the more knowledge and the data that I get, the less scary it becomes. Sure. You're scared because you don't have data you don't know what's going to work and what's not. Sure, so you've sure. got to test small before you ever scale anything. And testing small themselves or finding someone to do yeah. their ads for them. Okay. So some of you are tech savvy or it doesn't scare you to learn. Like Facebook has phenomenal resources, a yeah. learning library of how to run Facebook ads. You don't even have to pay for a course. You could literally jump in there and learn it. Right. Some of you, and this is me, should never, ever, 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 ever run your Facebook ads. <laughs> not your sweet spot. Does it right. make sense? It, it just, not, it, it would not, it would not be a good use of your time. Yes. You kind of know who you are. I would say to dabble and at least learn a little bit about it, to listen to Facebook ad experts to like, I, I know enough to question my Facebook ad strategy. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. If you don't even know enough, you should not even be outsourcing it. You shouldn't be doing it yourself and you shouldn't be outsourcing it. You should start to learn about it to start to say, oh, so what about this strategy? Or could we try this? Yeah. Um, but but there is, there's a learning curve. So it's time to invest in yourself for free, just putting your time in of like, get into some Facebook learning libraries. What are they teaching? What are they saying? And then test very, very tiny if you want to give it a go yourself. That's really good. Yeah. Man, this has been so value packed. All the gold. I know everybody's like, hmm, you know, <laughs> thinking about all the awesome potential here. So, last word of advice for them, Stacey. Yeah. And then, where can everybody come and hang out with you? Yes. So, I think for the last thing I want to say is because I know I can scare people sometimes when I'm like, okay, and then you can do this and then you can, right? Remember, like I have been doing this for almost two decades. Right. I did not look like this when I was first starting my business, right? And I couldn't even really see the vision 20 years from where I was like 18 year old Stacy did not see this right now. Yeah. So I just want you to know, like, it's like baby step it out, but start to really look and observe at like, what's exciting to you? What lifestyle, what business model, where could you see yourself? Don't go model people that are working 70 hours a week. If that is not what you want to commit and all of a sudden you're like, how did I end up here? Why am I miserable? Why am I right? So you really got to have to find those models, but you've got to figure out like, what is there behind the scenes? Yeah. Do I really want that lifestyle? Right. That's Do I so really fun. want? Yeah. So I, I think that's the biggest thing I can say. Um, as far as coming in to find me, uh, foot traffic is my podcast. So that is by far like my favorite place to hang out. Um, any place, um, online at Stacy Tushel, Instagram is usually my favorite social media platform. And if you want to come experience a bootcamp, um, you can go to five day traffic And it's basically, we teach 10 free or low cost ways to drive more traffic. And you can find all the details there. 
Oh my goodness. So fun. Thank you so Thank much, Stacy. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. Pretty please. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys, every time that I see that this show has impacted your life in some way. So if you'll do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Stephanie Gass. I'll share you in my stories and then together we can share the love. God bless you, sis. 